0: Welcome to SCN number 162, uh, the post Comic Palooza show. First, we have to say thank Comic Palooza for a wonderful weekend because it was pretty wonderful.
1: I, yep. And then, yeah.
0: second, we have to do the introductions that uh, Ryan always says we should do. So, I'm Jesus, and also uh, Rex and Ryan are here.
1: Hola. Hey.
2: It's because you always have to know that people, not new people, there's not, not always old people that, that comes on. You have to assume that mm-hmm. there's some new people.
0: Yeah, but remember, our followers are followers, right? So they don't need to know anything about us, just our opinions.
1: Yeah, exactly, or else they yeah. wouldn't be following us.
2: <laughs> but they
1: should follow us because they're not us, and we are better. The world revolves yeah. around us
2: and our and content. And they're not cucks, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get more into that, but uh, how was Comic Palooza Weekend for you guys?
2: Um, pretty great. My feet, yeah. hurt. My feet still kind of hurts when I think about it. Mine...
1: <laughs> Mine, mine don't but I feel constantly sweaty when I think about it so I guess it's a good trade yeah. yeah
2: so yeah um crossplaying would recommend but man you have to suffer for your art and it's pretty pretty phenomenal well, I mean yeah. cross played
1: but he he had like nice shoes. I was super super comfy the entire time like I was very worried that I wouldn't be and I actually like was extremely comfortable. The entire time, like except for at one point in time when we were on the third floor. Oh, well, I was on the third floor. Y'all weren't there yet, but I was walking to our panel. Mm-hmm. Um, I got cold, and I was not expecting to get cold. I was expecting to be hot all the time. Because... Okay,
2: well, let's first let's tell you, um, wh- who did you dress as?
1: Oh, I uh, Spider Gwen. There are nice. pictures on Instagram and the Facebooks mm-hmm. um, for the viewers that want to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was expecting cause I am a pretty hairy dude and I have to like trim at the beginning of summer anyway to, uh, keep cool. So I did that before, uh, the night before the convention to, uh, make sure I wasn't like going to get overheated in my outfit, but no, I could have like gone without it cause I actually got like, Shivering cold walking oh. to our panel on Saturday night, and I was not expecting that at all So yeah, no my outfit was really comfy and I, I was, was jealous of you the, the whole day. Uh, yours was uh, the opposite of mine, but it looked really yeah. good. Thank
2: you. Thank you Yeah, um, so for those who don't know, you, know, you can check my Facebook. Um, I dressed up as 2B from Neuro Automata And um, so um, just to show you how much I was wearing, so on my legs, I have the dance belt, the stocking, the, the the tights to kind of you know give my legs a nice shape to them, stockings, the um, the boot toppers to simulate um, knee high boots, and then the boots. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like super, and then so two B wears a turtleneck. That's that's really rough. So yeah, it was like everything about my body was hot except for my back, which is wide open. It was great, and also I was wearing um, three-inch heels, which I have not worn three-inch heels before, and it was, it was, it was pretty good. I also got creeped on by guys. So you did? Yes, by like three guys. One tried to touch my face. The other one, I got, I got damn girl a bunch of times. Don't know if they think I'm a guy or a girl. I hope they, I, I whatever. But yeah, so that was, that was. That's pretty. Um, zero out of ten would not recommend to be a girl.
0: I I yeah. dressed dress up as a creator skater from Skate Three. I, <laughs> yeah, I really I didn't have time to do anything, or, and so I just went normal. But it was nice for once to kind of like just be like the the bystander watching everything. Yeah.
2: Really. Yeah, but yeah, not. But now I was like telling you guys like. Normal cosplay doesn't do it for me anymore. So next time I'm on a cosplay, it's gonna be cross or nothing at all oh no yeah nothing at all <laughs> nothing at all okay. yeah like, yeah nothing at all yeah so i can't yeah so onycon is my next one and i'm probably gonna like think about doing it but like i might have another like i was thinking of doing the persona 5 guy but i'm like yeah it's a dude though so uh. <laughs> you
0: yeah, know i <clears throat> i ended up buying a lot of stuff there uh, i mean all the booths were the same this year at Kongpalooza, though. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I didn't like. And
1: then Fidget Spinners.
0: Yeah, yeah Fidget everywhere. Spinners. Fidget like, Spinners
1: everywhere. It seems like, I don't know, I mean, granted, we're all older now, so we're not as in touch with, like, the youths <laughs> as we would like to be, but uh, Fidget Spinners kind of, like, seem like they came out of fucking nowhere.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I felt like it, too, yeah. You know, Like, like it was just, like, you? over
1: a weekend... Mm.
0: With all the variations and everything, they remind me of, like, this generation's versions of Pogs. Yeah, they do. Like, the Slammers. Yeah, so it's just history repeating again. Um, mm. I'm going to buy a couple pins from from uh, Christopher Hernandez's uh, Skyder School.
2: Or,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Skyder House, excuse me. I love mm-hmm. his stuff. He takes a bunch of, like, um, pop culture things and uh, turns them into, like, creepy spiders.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And then, um, then I got, uh, Robert Wilson, the force
1: to draw me something. And then mm-hmm. Rex,
0: I know you freaked out with the, the purchase you made.
1: Yeah. I, I got him to do, uh, or I got him to do, I bought a mountain goats poster off of him that he did. And we talked about, uh, John Darnell for a bit and that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, so, it well, was a
2: great con. Uh, yeah. Enjoyed for usual. My wife made some money on at um, uh, her table, so you know can't complain about that.
0: Well that's always good. Money's uh, a- when you're adult. Money's always good.
2: Mhm. So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I think the uh, the the highlight of the weekend was the panel. Mhm. Yeah. We did our panel, and thank you for those of you listening that
2: came out. It was a lot of fun. We
0: we went quicker than we thought. <laughs>
2: And well, you know, what always happens is we thought that we have too much to cover and then we actually don't, then, you know, uh, stuff happens. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But but the good thing is uh, Michael Diaz was there to help us out, the pop culture papa. And uh, we got a freestyler and everything in there. Uh, yeah. Luckily, luckily, we didn't have anyone leave because uh, they were disgusted, like last year.
1: Everybody seemed to have a really good time, which made yeah. me really happy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, hopefully we'll be out in more cons and stuff doing more panels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah. So, we, yeah. so well, I mean, we didn't go over. We went over how to podcast, and it was a very parody panel, and it was fantastic. You know, what was your favorite part of the panel? When you shut
0: the door in that kid's face.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, no no, I was gonna no wait, say, wait, wait no no <laughs> i kicked him out before being under 18. no no first you you, know, open you the hit door him in the and you hit him in the face, face. and then that's the, fine <laughs> and then the guy was like and then you, you just hit my brother in the face and then he was said he said he was okay and I was like but that's fine are you over 18 and he was like does he look like he's over 18 I'm like dude you are wearing a mask i don't fucking know <laughs> and then so i door. kick i kicked their asses out
0: <laughs> yeah I oh, guess yeah, so our, our panel was strictly 18 it was really nice <laughs> to be able to just let go and um also we played accidental racism
1: oh yeah accidental racist accidental by uh, i can never remember who the fucking like white guy on it is but oh cool j is the rapper who goes dear mr white man buh, buh, you'll see my do-rag ba ba ba." it's fucking
2: terrible <laughs> fucking terrible tears. and then the, the, the dog the, the dog festival song that was yeah great.
0: you basically karaoke'd it for us
2: yes because <laughs> i know the lyrics it's a great and, song.
0: Uh, oh, Brad Paisley is the guy.
1: Brad Paisley, yeah. Oh, God.
2: Uh,
0: and then, actually, no, my favorite part was us having uh, people chant cuck for 20 seconds. It made me quite happy.
2: Yeah, that was fantastic. And we we're probably the only ones up there, too, doing that. Mm-hmm. I was, to be honest, I went to a couple of panels and they were pretty boring. <laughs> and some panels are like, I don't, you know I also don't give a shit who I saw anymore. But yeah, if you're going to do um reading for uh fan fiction, yeah, it's kind of funny, but man, don't read the whole story. Mix it up because oh god, I was so bored.
0: Oh god, was, like, was it like it was straight up reading or did they It was put straight any... up reading among four people. So they didn't put any like They they,
2: they, they didn't stand up. They didn't act out anything. They're like, hey, we're going to do it. And they they haven't even seen it. So we can see their surprise. If you are going to do something for someone, oh, don't do this. Don't don't read this beforehand. It will be a great surprise. That's only fun for you. That's not fun for the audience. Mm. You know, you need to perform for the audience. And they were not performing. They were awkwardly reading. And I was totally bored. Yeah, I was ke- I kept like looking at Sean, and he was like, "Here we go, like, yeah, let's go."
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I did like ours. Uh, to be honest, the only thing that we knew what was going on was gonna be the uh, the slides. On yeah. The, on the presentation, but aside from that, it was all from the heart for you guys. Yep. All right, so uh, just pay attention on our Facebook page when we put up another panel and go to it, and we'll give you the we'll give you the lowdown on uh knowledge. I yeah. guess. I uh, know. Knowledge. Learning, the learnings. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, clues was fun. Afterwards, we didn't have our usual party. We, we went out to drink some beers and out on the town. Rex went to,
1: for some ciders, of course. Oh, man. And I had at Pastry War the, <laughs> like, not just alcohol-wise, the that best great, beverage so. I have ever had in my entire life. And I mean, I'm a beverage snob. I read the fucking trade magazines i i work in the industry technically i would like to eventually mm-hmm. go on to like a more or less customer service oriented role in the industry like i'm a fucking beverage nerd and this was the best drink i've ever had in my life alcohol yeah. or otherwise was that the peli rojo yeah yeah oh the redhead Lordy. what was in that yeah. one um, I can't remember everything that was in it, but the two big things for me that, like, really made it fucking phenomenal and put it over the top. So, uh, the alcohol in it was just, uh, it was jalapeno-infused vodka. But the big thing, uh, other than that was, uh, pineapple saffron soda that they made in-house. And I was watching Holy as, shit. like, they... Yeah, and I was watching as they made the drink. So, basically, if my assumptions are correct... It was just carbonated uh, pineapple juice with saffron in it. Because they had it, like, when she pulled out the container, I was like, oh, you're putting whipped cream on this? They had it, like, in a whipped cream charger, so I think they might have just poured that in there and, like, charged it like you would a whipped cream. Mm. But uh, that can also... You can use that to carbonate beverages, but it doesn't do, like... It doesn't do quite as good of a job as, uh, like, your soda stream or whatever. But for juices it is fucking perfect and that drink was the best ah god i if i had to choose between that like any other drink to drink and only that for the rest of my life i would take that wow (laughs)
2: it
1: it was perfect it was the perfect balance of like it wasn't too spicy it wasn't too sweet it was just mm, super refreshing
0: if you are in houston visit pastry wars they have the best micheladas in houston like that I've had so far.
1: I'm so su-
2: I'm surprised I enjoyed myself because I never I didn't like it the first time I was there because I did not like tequila but you know did not really explore beyond that so
0: yeah yeah because you drank mezcal and you're like
2: holy shit this is good. <laughs> yeah well you know actually though I should have done it before because one of my favorite drinks that I've ever had um, it was over at it's another bar near near thing and it's um it's the mezcal and um and a rind of grapefruit. And I don't know why that never ticked to me. I was like, maybe I should mis- enjoy Mescal by itself. But that thing tasted like uh, oh, yeah, it also burnt the grapefruit. So it tastes like straight wow. up on fire. <laughs> and uh, I was the only one around, like, when I go there with my coworkers, I was the only one who could drink it. And it was fantastic. But yeah, Lafroy and Mescal, and it was like, it just tastes like straight up smoke.
0: Oh, man. I mean, Lafroy's already like super, super like smoky.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's like I'm like, why no? Never tried mezcal before, but yeah, I don't know. Anything that's clear, I'm like, it's clear, but you know, I should I should not make that my um my prejudice Weird. against boots. yeah.
0: Yeah. No. No. Mescal is great. It's it's got a different, way different body than tequila. Mm-hmm. It's it it's it. reminds s- me
2: more for whiskey, so that's why I like.
0: It's smoother than tequila. You know? Yeah. I I don't, mm. I don't I don't I don't tequila. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. And then speaking of booze, actually before that, we went to Flying Saucer,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: unfortunately, I, Rex. I know you had a bunch of ciders there, but Ryan and I got to share a beer from 2009.
1: I got to smell it, so Holy that was shit. pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was. It was just like an English ale in aged in barrel or oak barrels. Mm. And for me, I like oak-aged stuff more than bourbon-aged stuff now. Okay, but. Anyways, and then, um, Ryan, you got to talk about the Houston Whiskey Social that you went to.
2: So, literally, the, so, uh, Houston Whiskey Social ran by our um, friend of the show, friend of the show for Beat and Blues Out, Chris Hart, did a fantastic job, um, amazing, amazing, amazing job. Um, so, first thing I did when I walked in there, got my wristband, said hi to Chris, so Chris would look super busy, I'm like, I'll leave you alone, I don't want to do a walk around, and I'm like, you know what, I walked around for five minutes and then good drink. First thing I did was I went to straight for one of the tables. I got a Tomatin. Um, God, I, f- I'm, I can't remember the booze, the what exactly it is right now, but it's 36 years old. God damn. So it. first thing I ever drank was 36 years old, <laughs> and um, it was it was phenomenal. Bottle was like 800 dollars a bottle. I was like, that's that's great. I, I love it. And um, and then. Um, so, I walked around some more, went to the VIP lounge, uh, because again, Chris, thank you, Chris, for the hookup, um, had a cocktail made with, like, brandy from the 1960s. Uh, very sweet, not quite my cup of tea, because, I, you know, I'm not, I don't like sweet drinks that much anymore, but then, um, Eric texted me, went up, um, we did a, uh, uh, we did a whiskey class, uh, for Irish whiskey, so we tried a bunch of Irish whiskeys, very, very good, the, um... Presenter, she was like super Irish. She had like the best Irish accent. All the guys were like, "Oh my God, the Irish accent is so sexy." I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm not afraid to say it. it. Might be a white guy thing. I don't know. But it's like I but, can't understand you. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Great, that's that's great. You have a cool <laughs> accent." But I, I don't know. But anyway, so did that around, and then I walked around with Eric. Um went went straight for we got the uh, brookladish octomore the um uh. the, this like the 160 dollar bottle i just talked to the ladies and then they were like i was like i was like this well like they they were like all right super smoky we were talking about le smoky this is i think the pinnacle of Pete. and they're like you should try this now and i'm like how are you going to ask me to try another brookladish Brookladi product after i just destroyed my palate yeah. <laughs> it's like here Here's has this um double IPA. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Try this pills. Like I can't, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did anyway. Yeah, it was fantastic.
0: For those of you that uh, I mean, Ryan and I of course were whiskey snobs, and the the Lafroy, the Octomore. Excuse me. Um, man, I'm drinking some bone hurting juice right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! My bones! <laughs> my bones! Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> I no mean, I'm, I'm drinking some carb it's really gassy or something but anyways i uh, know the the like super peaty stuff is amazing it tastes like
2: me- like medicine i don't,
0: I don't know like i don't think it tastes like medicine. medical, it medical, like medical a, equipment uh, like cleansing equipment
2: it for me it tastes like the tree like i'm taking a piece of the bark it was good it was pretty great and so we tried that um, went to the, um, to the Erador table, you know, so Erador, they're, um, I think they contract, uh, stills and stuff. So they're not, they don't exactly, they basically take other people's stuff and kind of bottle it to their own.
1: Mm-hmm. So, we,
2: um, from then right. we tried a Balvini from the 1960s. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, it was all blur. I drank more, but I was I was like, where am I? Uh, you were there. Eric left because he had to see his kids. So I was there unsupervised, and I just kept on <laughs> drinking. And uh, for 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 a while, I'm like, where where am I? This well, is l- great. Lucky it didn't happen like uh, when we went to Whiskies of the World. Oh no, I, I, I <laughs> specifically did not go near the um, cigar. I will not ever do another cigar the rest of my life. So so Aww. last year
0: we went to Whiskies of the World, and Ryan was drinking drinking and smoking cigars. He's uh you're not your stomach doesn't
2: really like cigars very much. Nope. and so he ended up probably with, much much probably much more much less now. Um, the fact that I got drunk so fast is because I basically lost 25 percent of my body last year yeah. so like, <laughs> I yep. can't.
0: Yeah and, and then last year he ended up uh, vomiting
2: in the sink of the hotel yeah <laughs> while wearing a kilt. That's the most <laughs> yeah. important part. <laughs> uh, Asian man vomiting, wearing a kilt. That's a story for somebody to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I uh, think, really great. I like to, I, no, the, the end of the story is
0: even better, though, because we Oh, I they close the bathroom. No, no, I got some water for him, and I waited for him outside the bathroom, and he's like, come on over here. So we went over there, and we just sat down, and I was like, here, dude, you know, drink some water and stuff. And we, and we see the uh, the janitors go in there, and apparently it was, like, he stopped up the sink... <laughs> yeah, I was
2: I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't throw up in the I threw up in the sink. I didn't make it to the bathroom. <laughs> You're all acting like I should be embarrassed. I am not. <laughs> no,
0: who cares? I mean you when you yeah. gotta throw up you gotta throw up. It's better to throw up like in the sink than like on the floor or something.
2: Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. pretty good.
0: But so. uh, congratulations Chris and Yuante for a great event. Um, yeah he,
2: he got a lot of um props for that a bunch of the whiskey folks um giving him. Um, i think the houston press gave him a good great review he said um houston whiskey social went down smooth and it did went <laughs> down very smooth um it was great there's a lot of people i was like asses to elbows in some parts especially with someone when i was trying to get the balcones um
0: asses to elbows
2: i don't know yeah that's a thing that white people say um but uh,
1: <laughs> Rex, uh is that a thing I've heard Ryan say it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, then, um,
2: yeah, so, yeah, I, I, again, drank a little too much, cannot, a year ago, me would have probably have drank the same amount, and I'd be like, not that I'm drunk yet, I can drink more, but I was like, yeah, I was to the point I was getting dizzy, so I was like, I'm going to (laughs) stop, and then, you know, and then the event started closing down around 9, I was at 9.15, call it quits <laughs> but yeah it was it was fantastic i don't think i would have been able to drink at every table unless i had to spit out the scotch i it mean was, the whiskey it was the 280
0: something scotch no you yep. cannot drink 280 like hey, shots of whiskey you can
2: you can try <laughs> yeah you can definitely try <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know also uh try some oihishi um yes yeah, japanese on yes japanese on it nothing like <laughs> nothing like uh, any santori or uh, nika I'm sorry. Just, yeah. I'm like, I've tried a few. Just because you're from Japan doesn't mean you're in the same level as and Nika. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to get to that to that level. No, <laughs> no. Just sit sit down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then here we're space city nerds, so we nerd out about a lot of things, including booze, which everybody should nerd about, nerd out about, yeah. you know, once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that we nerd out about is TV shows. Rex. You're, you've been, like,
1: jizzing Man, all over the chat. Man! Fucking Twin Peaks is back. And I wish I could say... I wish I could go into detail about things that happened, but Showtime is releasing it in very a very weird fashion. So, like, I don't very even know... Very
0: lynching
1: Kinda. <laughs> um. So I don't even know if people... Like, how many people a- actually know this, but they, uh... So the premiere was on Sunday, but they showed... uh, Because each episode is an hour long, but the way that they were uh, shot and originally edited was like an 18-hour long movie. So they kind of end abruptly. But if you watch them on Showtime, at least for this week's episodes and next week's episodes, they're edited into like a two-hour thing. But if you watch them on demand... They're like an hour piece, and episode one ends very abruptly, and then when you watch episode three and four separately, episode three also ends, like, extremely abruptly. Plus, episodes three and four are already out on streaming services if you have a Showtime subscription attached to them, but they're not showing on TV until next week, so I don't think a lot of people even know that episodes three and four are already out.
2: Mm.
1: So they're releasing it in a very weird way. Um, I think it's very telling too. Um, so apparently, the actual TV ratings came out for it today. Um, only five, uh, only around 500,000 people actually watched it when it was airing on Showtime. But mm-hmm. Showtime saw a record increase in subscriptions uh, right before Good. the premiere. So people are watching it. They're just not watching it in the normal way. And I can't really go... I'm going to try and talk about it without, like, spoiling too much because it's one of those things, like, if you you can't really go into detail about the plot or anything without going into massive, massive spoiler territory. But I will say, um, if you're a David Lynch fan, it ticks all the boxes. If you're a Twin Peaks fan but you're not a David Lynch fan you probably won't like the first three hours or so because it's just like
2: here's weirdness it's like let's talk about the town let's talk about the story it's like no let's be weird
1: yeah no and like the cool thing about it though is because david lynch has 18 hours of time to play around with all these weird things that in his other movies would just be kind of like oh hey here's something that i'm just doing for atmosphere and here's some like weird shit for you to look at the weird shit that would normally be there just to ha- be, like, weird shit for you to look at or to build atmosphere or whatever, the plot lines established by them are already starting to pay off, and it's really fucking cool. Cool. Like, that wrote there, uh, that blows me away. Um, and they've got it set up enough now, so, like, because the first, like, three episodes are just kind of, like, building up...
2: Building yes, up I atmosphere do. and kind of, yes, like... I
1: do. ...establishing more backstory to it, and... Not necessarily filling in what's happened in the last 25 years of the town Twin Peaks, but it's enough to where in episode four, when we do finally get back to the town for an extended period of time, things start making sense, and it's like, oh, okay, that's why they did this. Oh, okay, that's why this happened. Um, Michael Sarah, like, I can't say enough about this, and I'm sure it's been spoiled for a lot of people already. Michael Sarah makes a guest appearance as a character that... A lot of fans, including myself, had already been speculating for months that he's going to play. But the way that he does it. He plays Laurel
2: Palmer. I'm kidding.
1: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, the way he's introduced and the scene that he has, like without going. Without spoiling too much, he has about a 20 minute monologue.
2: What?
1: Um, (laughs) I would put that in the upper echelon of Twin Peaks scenes, both from this series and the original series, and I would go so far as to say, uh, I enjoyed his appearance way more than any of the new characters they introduced back in, uh, Twin Peaks season two, which is, like, the notoriously, like, shitty part of the series, because that's the other thing too I wanted to bring up. Except for, like, Um, the
2: last episode,
1: I think. Yeah, the last episode's fucking great, but, uh most of Twin Peaks season two is utter garbage. And that's the thing, like going into this, like I, I'm i a really huge David Lynch fan and I'm a very huge Twin Peaks fan, but I was very, very worried about this whole thing because Twin Peaks, like the way I describe it to people who's ne- who've never watched it, It's the best television show ever made that very abruptly changes into the worst television show ever made. (laughs) And those season like season two after they reveal who killed Laura Palmer, it just goes into fucking bullshit. Like it's just so. And
2: just uh, just a quick background, like they 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 had pressure from the network to solve the to solve it. There's a lot of network meddling and executive meddling that caused it to be like that.
1: And not only that, um, after they revealed who the killer of Laura Palmer was, um, fucking David Lynch, pretty much, he went off to go make Wild at Heart. And then Mark Frost, the co-creator who uh, wrote most of it with David Lynch, he went off to make a movie. So they just kind of had it as one of those situations like uh, that season of Community without Dan Harmon. That's basically what happened to Twin Peaks, and it's just... Mm. It's just as bad, if not worse, than that season of Community. It kind of
2: what happened, kind of happened to what happened to Heroes, but
1: yeah, but uh, that
2: was a writer strike, so.
1: So yeah, I was a little wary going into uh, the new season of Twin Peaks, but uh, if it can keep up with uh, the quality that they've shown so far, it will probably be my favorite season of television of all time. Nice. Like, it's all I can do to not, like, when I got home from work yesterday, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to rewatch Twin Peaks again, but I didn't. I had other things to watch, which, uh, man, telev- it's a great time to be a fan of television because there is so, there is an, ab- we've talked about it on the show before, but I feel like right now, at this point in time, particularly, there are so many good shows, like, more good shows than there are to keep up, that. Any one person can keep up, keep up with. I do want to throw uh, Master of None in there because God. Yeah, Master of Nuns, another one because uh, we all pretty much just watched that. I wish I had had more time between finishing that and Twin Peaks starting to really digest it because that was really fucking good. Also, uh, Silicon Valley this season, like oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I've really enjoyed that show. So far, but I felt like season 2 and 3 didn't even come close to uh, the like the brilliance one. of yeah. season 1. But they've picked it back up for this season, and it's kind of dipped in places quality-wise. But overall, I've been extremely impressed with it. And the other one uh, I've been enjoying a lot, um, The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu mm-hmm. is really good. Um, the first two episodes of that in particular are way better than the rest of the series so far, but even at its worst, it's been pretty fucking great. Like, better than most things. I'm just trash, and I'm waiting for next week for America's Got Talent. Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and actually, no, I, I like America's Got Talent. It's, it has some pretty good stuff on there, uh, and it has, like, a lot of people that if you, uh, l- like, trace them back, it's a lot of, like, people from YouTube that are... There's one guy, he just got a commercial not too long ago, but he was like the, um, the Karate Master, Dan, or something like that, mm-hmm. and he has a huge YouTube channel, and so he went on to America's Got Talent, our buddy Jacob, he went on there, uh, they've had like three other ones that, that do the same thing, so it's kind of neat to see that. Um, what's also neat to see is Men in Rompers.
1: Oh, loudy. I, I had a conversation with a man in a romper today, but he was an eighty year old man who was walking down the street and like a, nice work, romper, bro. A, a, a work suit. And I let him cross the road, and then he started like talking to me, and all I could think about the whole time was like, "Ah, oh, you're that outfit you're wearing is back in style. That's cool." That's that's. What I, I, I didn't tell, I like, didn't tell him that, but I mean, yeah.
0: Like people people are making fun of that, but wasn't it like the forties or something that people were wearing rompers too?
1: I mean, if you, like, a lot of people that are, uh, that work in jobs where you have to work on other things and use tools and stuff, they wear technically rompers, which is weird to think about because, like, uh, when I was, like, 13 or 14, I just spent my, like, time working on cars all the time. I wore Dickies rompers all day. That's fucking weird. That's what you wear. You wear
2: jump jump suits. And, Mm -hmm. um,. Yeah, but what's more interesting, though, is the uh, like the outlash of, you know, oh, my God, we're feminizing our oh, men, you know. This is why ISIS is winning. That kind of bullshit I'm seeing. Dude, mm-hmm. Just just let people wear what they want.
0: I like them. They're comfy. They're like speed suits, but with no, no like, pants. But
2: have you worn one?
0: What, a speed suit or a romper?
2: A romper.
1: I've worn my wife's just because it was there.
2: I'm going to say this. Around. I was like gonna say, I was like, how do you know they're comfortable? I,
1: cool. I will probably not wear one because I'm a stick man and I feel like they're not gonna look good on stickmen.
2: Yeah, yeah, I am yeah, I might my legs might look good, but my default top part would probably not. Because <laughs> I'm skinny. Yeah. I'm I'm thick, so I can wear one. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, I so know. I mean like so it first started off with that Kickstarter for romp him. Which I think was grossly expensive. It was one hundred thirty-five dollars
1: for a romper. But Jesus eh, Christ! I didn't realize it was that much. And um,
2: and it's a Kickstarter. You won't get until the end of June, so you can't enjoy it now. Also, they're all pastel colors, which is fine because that's the summer colors. There's a uh, salmon-colored
1: one that cracks yes. me
2: up. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I mean, I want to. I have a certain aesthetic that I want to stick to, so I'm like, well, can't wear any of these.
0: Didn't James Bond wear a romper in one?
2: That uh, everyone Probably. posted that picture. Yeah, that was on Thunderball. Yeah, yeah. that's that. Um, he had, also has a belt and everything. And they're like, they're like "Hey, James Bond wore it," and then also R.I.P. Roger Moore. Um, R.I.P. But um, yeah, like what really annoyed? One, so uh, it's a Houston thing, and the Houston pub crawls are doing a romper crawl. Well, reading the comments on that is really disgusting because yeah. everyone's just like. Everyone's like, this is disgusting. Men should not wear rompers. It's usually some asshole in a cowboy hat. I really hate white people in this episode. I'm sorry, you guys. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's
1: it's easy that white people are easy to hate. Like, let's be honest. They're white people are very hateable. Uh, I'm I'm a white person. I don't like white people uh. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll just be just straight honest with that I yeah. fucking hate white people sorry white people not really you fucking suck what we need to do
2: is take down statues of white people ah <laughs> oh, ah. <Lord. laughs> oh
1: anyway.
2: man anyway, yeah but yes.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like that. people wear what they want they're, they're comfy that's all
2: yeah so I would like to wear one but I don't know if, if I'll look good in one that's why I haven't ordered them I, I,
0: worn, a
2: good one. I also I've don't worn, know what shoes to wear it with.
0: I've worn speed suits like straight up and because I used to have some like in the I think a tail end of like high like senior year in high school I worn this class like, I got made fun of but I liked it it was like comfy.
2: I wore uh, our whatchamacallit overalls
1: I had I to take the whole thing wore. off to poop. Yeah I had overalls when I was a kid and yeah. I wore like work suits a lot of times in my life. Good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm, 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 I'm glad that people are talking about it. It's 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 fun. And then it should open up to the whole, like, guys, you can just wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And, and yeah, granted, two weeks ago I wore a dress, so <laughs> say, what I'm saying... Except dresses, men can't do that. What, I, what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, this is coming from a guy that wore a dress. Not just a dress, a weird gothic leather dress that went up to my thigh, but, um, <laughs> um but you should whatever yeah. and, and the thing of the thing is like and uh, i'm gonna go to fucking rant here i'm just trying to look at like different fashion stuff there's no, a, it's okay this is there's a, good, a correlation uh, sorry, sorry there's a correlation between like red pill and like i'm gonna wear the fucking nicest suit possible because all men wear suits
1: yeah um
2: and a good suit is good don't get me wrong but man that whole that whole thing
1: yeah like i just i don't get the whole like men's fashion being like i'm only gonna shave with this kind of razor and i'm only gonna wear like slacks and like a nice nice like suit top and stuff no there are more things than that there are more clothes than that don't limit yourself to just like fucking bullshit oh i'm gonna be hyper masculine stuff because then you're gonna miss out on a lot of cool things that you could wear and look good on good in
2: A double Windsor my tie. I mean, yeah, I've uh, worn that before. It's fine, but come on, man, come on, come on. There's I a mean, time and
1: there's a time and place for it. Like, yeah. you don't want to be that guy. Like, so many people want to be that guy that's like wearing that shit in like the middle of the Texas summer. But no, it's okay to fucking wear tasteful like jorts and. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Just dress whatever you want. And if you can rock it, rock it. If you can't, and you still want to rock it, just do it. It's fine. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and I guess finally to finish off, I've Overwatch's anniversary, is anniversaries this week or week. I don't know. Is it week?
1: Oh. You you played? I think this event. <laughs> well, yeah, this it's
0: week. like through It's like two weeks that that's going on, but I'm I'm really excited. I'm a big Overwatch player. Um, the other thing is I, I get. I've told people that I'm going to buy loot boxes, and everyone's like, why the fuck are you going to do that? Just earn them, you know? But to me, like, when—it's not, like,
1: buying DLC, but it's supporting something that you care about. I always look at it as, like, going to an arcade and playing a game. Like, when I do play Overwatch, most of the time I'll buy at least, like, a dollar loot box or something, if not, like, a little bit more. Well, like, I don't want to know how much I've spent on them, but I—it's like, like, yeah. like
0: going to a friend's house who always uh, you have a good time with, and then bringing like a really nice pack of beer mm-hmm. because you're getting you get entertainment out of it, and if if something entertains you for a whole year, it's like worth you know yeah. a little bit of money right back into it. So uh, I'm gonna be playing that. Rex is probably gonna join me tonight for a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And throughout the re- well. At almost throughout the rest of the week, and I'm going to Alamo City Comic Con this week, oh guys.
2: Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, exciting! That that their freaking um their, their freaking lineup is fantastic. Yeah,
1: like something that we didn't talk about on the show too too much. I don't even know if we mentioned it. There's a lot of drama this year because people got really upset that uh, Alamo City Comic Con got a lot of guests that normally would come to Comic Palooza. The big one being Peter Mayhew, who I believe has not missed a Comic Palooza except for like this year and like one year where he was sick, and he chose uh, Alamo City over Comic Palooza this year. So. Oh.
2: Well I mean he, I mean yeah, I mean I don't blame him. That's fine. It's it's but, but uh are you gonna, gonna cosplay f- at all or are you just gonna go in and civvies? I'm not sure, because i 'cause I'm gonna be working. So uh
1: But
0: we'll just do yeah. it. Uh, Spider Gwen behind the staple booth would be fine.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. We'll just we'll see if I wanna like suit up. Suit up and then drive thirty minutes. Well I mean <laughs> about it, I it is the same fucking drive, the same length of drive that I had from Clear Lake, so we'll see. Yeah, and, and i like,
0: is going to bring us back our exclusive interview with Corey Feldman.
1: And Val Kilmer, yes, because Friday night... But seriously, Friday night, I almost said Comic-Pool, it was Alamo City Comic-Con after party that I bought tickets for uh, almost six months ago. Corey Feldman <laughs> live on stage performing music. I will oh, be. Uh, I'm gonna get a power brick before the convention, so I can keep my phone charged throughout the thing, and I will be live streaming. You can go it.
2: for it. <laughs> God, that 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 thing happened, and I don't know. Oh, and does he also know that people are there for like for him ironically and not sincerely? I don't even no. know, but I, I do know. know he's
1: doing a uh, he's doing a Facebook live stream that's also a autism benefit. Uh, oh, God. Tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, uh, when the episode comes out, if you're listening to this uh, the day it came out, it's probably still going on on Corey Feldman's Facebook. Uh, oh, there will Lord. be musical performances. He got Dawkin, who <laughs> I, I think is just <laughs> what? one guy. I think Dawkin might just be one guy now with a uh, backtrack, but I'm not entirely sure because uh, Corey Feldman did a... Uh, did some music convention like out in the middle of nowhere this past weekend and one of the guests was Dawkins, but it was just a picture of the one guy who I think's name is Don Dawkins. But they had him build as the entirety of Dawkins. So I think Daqua Dawkins might have like mountain goats himself.
0: Mm. No, it looks like uh
1: Is Dawkins a full band still or is it just yeah, one guy?
0: Classic lineup of Dawkins talking about playing more shows. Uh, Don wait Don Dawkins sets the record straight on opening bands and reunion, so I guess he is. Oh, wait, and then later on, I'm looking at this, like, timeline of uh, news uh, not too long ago. No new shows with classic di- Dockin' lineup planned. <laughs> Lame. So Fuck it. Like, yeah, the lineup's going to reunite, and then, nope.
1: What song did they do outside of the theme from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 3, was it? Alone Again. Ah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, they did Before that we
2: connect you to that video, that's breaking.
1: Uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, three, Into the Fire, and Dream Warriors. Yeah, and then they did it Alone Again, which is like one of
0: the big hits. Fucking the
2: internet. i like to show you how easy it is to connect <laughs> so, a few other things.
0: Oh man, so it's just gonna be Dachan and Ann, like Don Dachan and Ann, Corey Feldman doing things on. It. It's gonna be great.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you know? I'm so so fucking excited.
0: And speaking of other events that we need to go to, Daniel. Uh, god i Rigoli. That. Ber- no that's regoli bergoli is
2: coming yeah. to yeah catch me outside how about that yeah catch me aside, girl i and don't think the, i did that right <laughs> so rex tell us what you know what goes on in the show yeah
0: what, what we know that goes on
1: okay so basically um every couple months my friend uh steve will send me or invite me to some sort of like bizarre event that's going on around town the last one i remember uh like clearly there's been a lot since then because this is like a few years ago it was like nickelback and someone else in like the woodlands pavilion It's like okay i'll go but i got one from him a few hours ago and it was uh god where the hell did her name go because i'm not even going to try and pronounce it uh danielle is Bergoli. like uh steve has invited you to danielle bregoli live and like jesus christ so, of course, I hit interested, and there was a thread that it automatically made about it. Um, one of my friends from high school said that uh, she heard that she lip syncs to her favorite lap, rap songs and then answers questions. And if you look at the schedule of, I can't remember, because I, I found the schedule for one of the events that she's doing recently. Sure yeah. enough, there's like a and a and then it mentions something vague about a show. Sounds like an utter waste of money. Let's oh look at god. let's look and see how much tickets are real quick because there is a link I, to buy tickets.
0: I went to YouTube oh they're not even trip. on
1: sale. Oh okay, god! I went to YouTube
0: real quick and see it to and I put Daniel Bergoli live. Mhm. Trying to see if there is any kind of footage or whatever. I I feel very uncomfortable at what I found. It's all her live streams. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, don't watch
1: those. You'll get put on a list. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my
2: god. Yep. Ugh. yep yeah we're probably on a list right now just talking about it probably i'm we're we're on a lot of lists already
1: yeah the event page makes me angry though because like these fucking uh, comments are like is she gonna act like an immature dumb cunt on stage um (laughs) fuck she gonna be doing she has no talent stand on stage for an hour repeatedly saying cash me outside how about that This makes me never want to go to another show at House of Blues again. You know, I'm looking at these, and they're just a bunch of big old jolly haters. Like, fuck it. You know, she's making money. If these people could be doing this, they would be doing that. If I could do that and make all that money, I'd be be doing that. Oh, yeah.
2: Fuck yeah, I would do that. That would be like like milking my memeness so hard.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody who pays for this deserves an ass whooping. Shame on House of Blues for being part of this disgrace. Oh, God, and this one. This guy with a fucking American flag. Uh, ah, profile picture those, and are, those are usually it. great. Can someone just shoot her already? I mean, wait, hold on. I'm going to do this in a dramatic, more dramatic radio voice. <laughs> <clears throat> Can someone just shoot her already? I mean, seriously, because she had a big smart-ass mouth, and her ass needed a good whooping. She gets 50K a show... And to do what exactly? Be a dumbass, smart mouth, back talking, white trash little girl that should be pu- should be published, published. But I think it's supposed to be punished, published, not glorified because she was disrespectful on national TV. Seriously, someone needs to teach her a lesson, not pay her. And she has a stop in H town. Yeah, that'll go well with all the black people that will whoop her ass. She won't last long in that city. Yeah. Followed by. Th- Followed by this one. I
0: like like this one. I bet her mother's loving all this fame and fortune. House of Blues, I will never in my life support your business if you bring this little bratty bitch to our city and have people pay to see her. She is a minor, for one. For two, someone in Houston needs to cash her outside and give her a real ass whip in since her mother clearly doesn't discipline her. Shame on you, H.O.B.
1: My favorite though is this one that just says, At ISIS Islam, do ya thing. Oh god. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? That wow. is a that is, that is, such wow. poor
2: taste. Holy shit. That is utter poor taste. Oh. And my it had god. And, and
1: somebody commented on it a bunch of like skull mode. Someone in what looks like uh fucking Yeah, someone in military fatigues commented a bunch of skulls. And then there's uh, multiple heart and haha re- Wow. People are shitty. Wow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, yeah. Yeah, invite terrorists. That's what you are fucking doing.
1: Yeah, you know, you know what would be really fucking funny is if somebody, like, just blew up the event and, like, just a lot of innocent people died. Wow, because that didn't happen recently or anything and it's not fucking horrific.
0: Also, she, uh, that person posted it 14 minutes ago, so.
1: God, they fuck, knew what they
0: were doing. Fuck <laughs> yeah, they, you, they, guys. They fuck knew. you. They, they knew. Yeah. I like this one. This one is, uh... This one is, like, the most innocent one. I didn't know that Rebecca Black was on
1: tour. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Where is that? I have to heart that. <laughs> oh, God. And then this person tagged a bunch of people and said, good thing we already saw her in Deep Ellum. So she already played Dallas already. Wow.
0: Yep. Wow. Can't. Anyways, instead... <laughs> oh, and then, uh... Will, Houston... will local Houston native Sharkisha be there, too? <laughs> 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 oh, man. <Jeez>. Anyways... <laughs> I think we can end the show on that, on us reading comments from <laughs> Daniel. Actually, when it's when we get to that point, it's time to stop.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. let's go throw wet diapers at her. Someone said because that's that's fucking what? good. That that's what you want to do. People are wow.
2: What? I don't, yeah. I don't
1: that. <laughs>
0: If I bring my mom and talk crap about her, do I get a
2: discount asking for a friend? That's. Oh. They're, not, they're, they're not even funny. They're not funny. No. Not a lot of people should attempt comedy. Not even. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And. Wait. Can I guess. My
0: avant, avant-garde, ambient drone, indie, progressive, experimental, concrete, wall, death metal band play.
1: Also, yeah. this guy that's like, I guess this is what America's uh, image of a role model has become. He probably voted for Trump.
2: Probably. <laughs> Sounds like a Trump voter to me.
1: Yep. Oh, every all these people are bad. America's civilization is going downhill. And, and then they vote for the fucking grabber by the pussy guy. What the, like, uh... Okay, let's let's uh, Let's stop the show before uh, we,
0: uh... Yeah, too yeah,
1: political.
0: Uh... All right, so on that note, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and end the show. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, on my be- on behalf of Ryan and Rex and myself, good night, Space City.